And we're back on your Sunday edition of the Calhoun Beach Boys. Here's Zach. And we are live in Mike's bedroom for the latest installment of the Calhoun Club podcast. We're going to have a little music episode for you all today, talk about some of our favorite artists, bring my sister Hannah on to talk about the new family band, and Mike's going to outline his trip to Portland and my trip to Des Moines. Let's get it, baby. Yesterday morning, they let me know you were gone. Suzanne, the plans they paid putting into you. I walked out this morning and I wrote down this song. I just can't remember who to send it to. I've seen fire and I've seen rain. I've seen sunny days that I thought would never end I've seen lonely times when I could not find a friend But I always thought that I'd see you again That was the sweet sound of Mike, and now he's here to talk a little bit about his trip to Portland. Yeah, so I recently uh, flew out to Portland. I was out there for about six days or so um pretty good pretty good flight out there it was probably about coming in and out i had a layover in la so it was kind of cool to fly and, over and you were flying luxury with spirit airlines i was flying luxury where you pay for your bags you pay for just about everything you bring on there but they i don't know honestly the, by the time i <laughs> moved the numbers around and i was moving the flight around as much as possible the days and that it was Pretty reasonable, but you're crammed in there, so I understand why why the prices are so low. But once once I got out there, had a bit of a mix up at the <laughs> had a bit of a mix up at the airport. Uh, I was turns out I was the last one sitting around the baggage carousel, and that's when I knew something <laughs> something was off. But uh, the lady was real nice. They ended up they called me that night. They had the bag ready to roll um, in from it got got left in L.A. So. Yep. You'll ha- you'll have that with Spirit Airlines. It was probably maybe the first person that's ever happened to flying oh, yeah. Spirit. They, they said and it's it's very rare, so I, <laughs> I, I I wasn't expecting it. But yeah, they um they ended up getting it to me the next morning. Green Green was able to lend me a pair of clothes and for that. Mike, day. honestly, the best part about that was I see the Instagram saying that you lost your bags on Spirit Airline, and Mike had borrowed my roommate's bag for this trip. <laughs> So I DM'd him the post, I'm like, uh-oh, Seth, looks like your bag's gone, and he was making a big deal to him about it before he took it, don't scratch it. So that, that, he's a goat, he'll that do was, that. That was another reason why I was concerned, it was, I mean, I didn't have anything too valuable, a bunch of clothes in there, but yeah, it was more the fact that it was uh, not my suitcase, <laughs> I was able to obtain it the next day, so everything worked out, but really, I mean, we hit up, me, and I went out there, I didn't even mention, I went out there, and Visited Jake Green and M, um, his girlfriend, who I'm t- tight with both of them. But yeah, they have a, an apartment, probably like I think it's like eight or ten blocks from downtown Portland. Great so that location. Was, yeah, it had a real, real cool like rooftop view, um, Mount Hood, and a couple of the other peaks you can are within seeing distance. Um, and then you've got, <clears throat> I think it's the Columbia River, and I forget the other one that runs through Portland. And then you've got kind of the Cascade mountain range that runs through Portland, so there's just a lot of 
a lot of stuff lot going of stuff. through, a lot of stuff, a lot of stuff to do outdoors, which I was a big fan of. But about every every day, there was a coffee shop across the way from their place, uh, Coco Donuts, and I'd usually stroll over there what after the watching, beak, yeah, what the beak, after watching some DP show, go over there, get a cup of coffee, wait for wait for Jake and him to get off. I had the had the keys to the apartment, so I could come and go as needed, and. Uh, there was a, I did utilize, there was a food truck every day, or Ooh. food trucks, there was like a couple blocks of food trucks down downtown, like kind of in the main <laughs> gathering um, section of the city, so yeah, I spent spent quite a bit of time down there, I was eating, there was a few you of the trucks, I wasn't even sure what I was eating, but it was, it was good, <laughs> some like, oriental yeah. stuff, I had probably the best meal I had, I had a... Uh, Barbecue pork with cheese grits and potato Ooh, salad. Dangerous, one day. That dangerous. Was, and like you told me in the text, you know, it'd be silly to die on vacation. Oh no! Got to put on a few lbs. We, and enjoy yourself. we were we were definitely getting some exercise out there, but all the breweries and all the eating, it probably still wasn't enough. The one day, one of the one of the better days we had out there too. We went up and kind of right behind their their place. They have are the are the hills, the Cascade Mountains. But yeah, we went up <clears throat> the one day and about. Actually, pretty convenient. There was a there was a bar right at the t- right at the top of like kind of like the peak oh, or whatever. So there's sick. like yeah, there's yeah. like a road that runs up there. So once we got to the top, had one, and then we ran back down. But yeah, I think it that was probably really like cool. eight. It was like eight or nine miles, like jog slash walk, kind of as we went. And then we ran down, and I think we. Yeah, I mean, we probably got down there in like fifteen twenty minutes. It was just straight downhill. Yeah. But yeah, it was that was a lot of fun. And then. <clears throat> They also have these like <clears throat> Nike bikes. Have you heard of any of those? Are those the kind of the rent bikes where yeah, there's stations can, all around town? You just yeah, pick them so up, kind of like up in Minneapolis with the nice ride. Yeah, ones. I'd never really, I'd never really even heard of it. But you yeah. just, I just like got the app or whatever, and you kind of just pay as you go. But it was convenient because Jake and them, they both have like kind of the the racing bikes out there, so they just pick one up yeah, and take it out. Yeah, it I know. Yeah. I know Minneapolis has $6 a day is what the charge is. That's what is. it was? Yeah. yeah these were like 12, which is still fine. Still good. It's probably a little higher quality yeah. city bikes, but it's nice if you don't want to get an Uber, you know, it's not no, too yeah. hot out to be able to just exactly. go from place. And to place. like Portland, I mean, yeah, it's a big city, but I would say, I mean, I was able to see most parts of it just because biking around, I had a yeah. bike, yeah. And I mean, the train, they have a good train and bus system out there too, but like yeah. biking, biking was a big That's one. That's awesome. And and there's, it was nice too. There's not really that many people. I feel like they drive like in the downtown area, so yeah. like biking's like kind of roads. Yeah, yeah, it's kind of the way to go. And then, I mean, yeah, we went out quite a few nights. I would say the the best night. I forget the name of the bar, but we did did a little karaoke. And I had a little <laughs> karaoke. I had to get up and do the old Mary Jane's Last Ooh. Dance, Tom Petty. Karaoke is interesting because yeah. you, you got the people that are like, all right, they're they're up there messing around with you. You have the other people that are up there they're, like, they're, all right, they're they're literally like they're the they're waiting for their good. yeah they're waiting for their it's, moment. It's, so I was kind of hesitant. I'm like, I'm like all right, I'm a decent singer, but like, these people are kind of. Yeah, and we know you got some pipes from that intro vid we just played, and yeah, I feel like that's completely true. Either the people that are in big groups that are just hammered and they send them up there as a joke, or yeah. you have the people that actually know what they're doing yeah. up there. So that was that yeah. was interesting, but that was a lot of fun. And then, yeah, I mean that was that was the extent. He lived he lived right next to the the Portland Timbers like stadium too. It was like oh, right right yeah. in his backyard too. They ended up playing. The next day, when I was just leaving town or whatever, but I was hoping to get over there. But yeah, hopefully, hopefully, I'll be able to get back out there because I've heard I've heard a lot of good things yeah. about about those games and that. But yeah, that was kind of the those were the main highlights. I I enjoyed Portland a lot. I'll definitely definitely be back there soon, and I got nothing but good things to say about yeah, that place. I definitely have to get back. 
for sure. And how and how was your Des Moines experience? I've heard was, a little bit about it. It but was, what it all was a riot. You know, the best word to describe it would be greasy. Grease. Try to get that <laughs> movement going. It was a real greasy weekend. And you know what makes sense? Because while it's happening, you have a nice greasy meal. It tastes good. You know, you're enjoying it while it happens. And then, you know, maybe the next day you're paying for it a little bit. Hey. So that's the... That's the greasy lifestyle, but, you know, it was really special to be able to get back with over 20 Dewhawks, kind of migrated their way to Des Moines. A good friend of mine, Harris Hunter, her parents kind of have a, a little nice pool house that they let us crash out, so shout out to Tom and it Tish. It was literally a separate house, like, from... So, her parents Harris. live there now, they just moved, so oh, she's okay. from Des Moines, they lived somewhere else in Des Moines, then they just moved to West Des Moines, so that was just a really nice pool area for us to kind of go to and crash unfortunately you know the basement was flooded while we were there i don't think it was really our fault and then one of the pipes kind of broke in the pool over there as well the hot tub minor minor and then of course some of the guys with me they popped every single floaty you know the flamingo the margarita glass floaty the people were laying on in the pool so you know, we did kind of give them a little bit of extra stress, but, you know, Harris and their siblings, they pulled together for a Target gift card. The floaties were replaced. Uh, they had insurance on the basement, so that was able to get taken care of. And that wasn't completely our fault either. It was just a plumbing issue with something in the yard that <laughs> decided to break water there. But all in all, real greasy weekend <laughs> with, the, with the old lads and lassies from Loris College. They were able to make it down, got a lot of spike balling, you know, water this, flip cup, all that type of stuff. Got my fair share of sun. And for some reason, they decided not to turn the air conditioning on in the bars in Des Moines. So I've, I soaked <laughs> through a couple of shirts, that's that for is, sure. That is the, tough. The ladies in the bar weren't really weren't really up for the dance because I was a little too sweaty and they called me <laughs> out for it. But it was a great time and, you know, I think we should really get on to what we came here for and that is the music podcast that we're going to talk mm-hmm. about today. But before that, let's just get a little transition here with my buddy Brian Irwin. He's going to tell us his favorite food to eat when getting home from the bars. Hit it, Brian. Oh, hell yes. Well, thank you guys very much for having me on the podcast, first and foremost. Um, so favorite, favorite snack, if you will, after a bar, you know, after you had a few cocktails. Um, I'm definitely going to go with the personal favorite I learned from my father. It's uh, called the PBJ Roll-Up, peanut butter and jelly roll-up. What you're going to do with that is you're going to get a nice full-size tortilla. You're going to put peanut butter on one side. Raspberry jelly on the other. You can do grape or strawberry, but I prefer raspberry. What, what about blueberry for feeling naughty? If you're feeling naughty and exotic, yes, I would definitely recommend the blueberry. Okay, so what you're going to do is you're going to spread jelly first. Okay, jelly first on one side, one whole half of the tortilla. What you're going to do next is clean off that jelly. You're going to stick that knife into some peanut butter. Don't recommend the chunk. Recommend the creamy. <laughs> you're going to fill that whole half side. Please listen. We're going to fill that whole lot. Let's all right. Honestly, it doesn't matter. Just a whole half with peanut butter. And what you want to do is you want to roll the jelly side first and tuck it up nice and snug. Why the you jelly side the jelly first, side? Why the jelly side first? I'm getting to that, yes. So you want to do the jelly side first because the peanut butter is going to help it stick and it's going to keep that tortilla, that roll up together, okay? Okay. And here's the thing. Also, if you're feeling a little spicy, like you said, with the blueberry, what you want to do is you want to throw a banana in there. Ooh. Okay, banana. That will give you a little, a little extra zest to it. A little potassium. You don't want 
You don't want to yeah. camp up the oh, next morning yeah. after the bars. Exactly. Exactly. And then some that I would recommend if you're being a little more unhealthy, substitute that jelly and why don't you go ahead and use Nutella and put some cinnamon in that. Oh, okay. You can That's operate after the bars. You know how to operate. Exactly. That's what it is. It's easy. It's fast. It's simple. All it takes is one tortilla. You know, a couple jars of some good toppings and a knife. That's yep. it. Maybe two tortillas if your girlfriend Mars with you, right? Exactly. Exactly. You can use it. You can even get some smaller tortillas. Throw those in the pocket. You can make one in the bathroom at a bar if you want. <laughs> <laughs> well, you've really you've really brought your A game today, Brian. We're looking forward to this being on the podcast just about every week. You have a wonderful night, my Definitely. man. Thanks, I'm man. always in. Thank you guys so much for having having me. All right. Much love. Uh, Gre- grease out, buddy. Right, grease you. out. Much love. Grease out. Grease out for the boys. Bye now. Next, we're going to talk a little bit about our favorite music to dance to. We're going to run through some top artists. And then we're also going to talk about our favorite concerts or venues that we've been to. So starting out, um, favorite music to dance to for me. Uh, me, and, me and Fry were talking a little bit before we started recording. I would say... Bruno Bruno Mars is probably up there. Yep. He's a sneaky pick. He's got some he's got some jams. Um I would go I mean, MGMT, Electric Field, that's my that's my yeah. go to at the pregame. And yep. that, that's just that gets the people going. And um so MGM MGMT is up there. I mean there's all kinds. I like to play I like to play a lot of rock at the pregame. Yeah. I'm kinda into the old school upbeat rock. The, Do- the Doobie Brothers, I like that, uh, oh yeah, the Doobie the I long train running. Yeah, long train running. Train running. We like to kick it back even a little Earth Wind and Fire in oh, September. Yeah, September. We love that. Michael Jackson, because I mean we're feet guys. Yep. People know we like to get the feet. Mm-hmm. We're more we're more leg dancers than arm dancers. Yep. Saturday Saturday's our day off. We don't do much cardio on Saturdays, so but that's what we're looking for. It we're we, looking to get a little something in. We hunt that down. Even I'm I'm a big R and B guy. Oh yeah. So you get on some How about, old school. Dude, that band that we saw, we didn't oh, talk. We went to the street. Our night lights was what it was yeah, called. Yeah, Uptown lights. Food Truck Festival. Yeah, the Uptown Food Truck Festival. We ended up we ended up just going down there, or we were only originally going to get just a meal, just a quick bite to eat, and just hang out for a bit yeah. and leave. But we ended up staying down there for, for like, like three hours. Three hours just listening to these guys that are killing it with a whole bunch of old school R and B, Michael Jackson, Bruno Mars, like all yeah, those our favorite. Playing. And we were just out there dancing. And they and had, the sun, they had everything. They had the sax, the trumpet, the electric. Piano, and we didn't even drink guitars. at all either. No, we, we were just having a good time, there, just out there dancing, yeah. having the time of our lives. And I'd say that's really the dream is when you got a band like that. If you're like at a wedding, especially, and you got <laughs> oh, yeah. you got the seven piece band, that's really dance in heaven for me. I mean, you maybe asked me like a couple years ago when I was in college. I used to like more of the nightclub. You know, you're just packed in there with your buddies, just being idiots. But I'd say I'd move more to the live music. You know, more more room to operate on. Mm-hmm. They really, really let your talents that's, flow. That's exactly right. The next, and then the next, <clears throat> it kind of goes along with our favorite music to dance to. But next, we're gonna discuss uh, some of our top artists. I would say, I mean, it, it definitely depends on the mood. Most of the time, when I'm sitting around around my place, like at night or in the morning, I listen to a good amount of like John Mayer, Tom Petty. <clears throat> Um, yeah, I mean, a lot of, a lot of old school, like, rock, I would say, like I mentioned, the Doobies, um, I, li- I listen to a little bit of everything, but if 
I'm in the if I'm in the uh, gym getting a pump in, maybe a little Slipknot or something. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> Put the bodies <laughs> in the front. <laughs> Just some legendary. Yeah, throwback to the high school football days. But, yeah, I mean, I would say it, it depends on the mood. But, yeah, some, those are some of my favorites. How about you, Fry? You know, Mom kind of raised me on the, fu- the female 90s rockers. Cheryl Crow, she just has a special way to my heart. And, you know, she helped me through, you know, my first relationship breakup. <laughs> first first cut is the deepest. And after got that, away with after that I really didn't even think I would need another girlfriend until Cheryl Crow is really the only girl I need. No. And even before every race in college, I'd listen to one of her songs called It Don't Hurt. And it just has, it has an electric guitar solo at the end. And it just would get me up. I would just close my eyes, got the headphones on. Minute before race, just jamming out, whip the pants off, getting the compressions. I'm ready to roll after oh, hearing yeah. that. But I, I, I guess I didn't even mention. I mean, I listen to, I listen to country. I guess basically year round, but especially when it gets nice oh, out. We listen, we listen to a lot of country around. You get some Thomas Rhett, Sam Hunt, Jason Aldean. I like the. I kind of like the old school. I'm a big fan of the old school country too. The George Strait. Some of Jason yeah. Aldean and like Eric Church, some of their and like that's, original. That's Aaron great. Jackson, I like all yeah, that. Yeah, great bag tossing music. We'll just oh, put yeah. that in the window, toss the bags on the old twin set in the front yard. If you're if you're from rural Iowa, you got to have a little bit of country. You got to listen bit. to a little bit of country. So, and then so next, apart from those, we're gonna we're gonna talk about just kind of like our favorite concerts or venues that we've went to. Um, I would say. I mean, I've only been to probably like between five to ten shows or so, ranging from Mac Miller to Jason Aldean. But I would probably say, <clears throat> I would probably say Dave Matthews was my favorite show and venue. Um, I've only seen him twice. I saw him at Alpine and in in Chicago along the lake. But I would say, I would say Alpine in Alpine Valley in Wisconsin was probably the coolest, just because it's kind of in like the it's kind of in the hills, and it's it's just a cool setting. I would say that was probably that was probably my favorite one. It's just it's out in the middle of nowhere, but yeah, that was. And when you're with a great a crew like you oh, were with, yeah. that just makes the difference even better, you know. Yeah, but what what would you say? You I, thinking Red Rocks? Favorite venue has got to be Red Rocks yeah. with the marsh. I mean, Marshmallow. It's this is the thing about like EDM. Like if you're at the bar, or whatever, it's just great because it's like upbeat whatever stuff like that yeah. and that's basically what it was like a giant rave with the lights ricocheting all over the rocks but it's one of those things where it's like what is he really doing talent wise up there it's almost just a recording because yeah. i mean they kind of pretend like they're switching up the beats but honestly it's all production yeah. at that so i wouldn't say that's my favorite concert i'd almost lean towards you know some of those blurry joko nights yeah. where you got a guy actually performing it's not you know pre-recorded or yeah. anything like i think that. about that too a lot because like i don't know a lot of the a lot of my favorite musicians and that like especially when you see them live like yeah it's just not authentic at all to be up there playing playing a cd basically or even honestly even some even some country artists these days like yeah. you don't really know how how good a singer i mean most of them i mean if they get yeah. to that stage they're, they're good singers but it's even more at just the a show, party yeah it's even at the performing. shows it's like I, I like to listen to like actually the music yeah depending on the setting like if you're at joe Cole, clearly i'm not there to no really doubt. listen to the music no but like if that. you're at like a smaller venue then yeah you actually want to be hearing them yeah. play instruments and that but it just it just kind of varies <clears throat> And then who would you want to see if you could see any one performer? Gosh, there's been, they've gotten a lot of good shows, I feel like, just that's the advantage of living up here yeah. in Minneapolis. I feel like U.S. Bank, dude, Guns, 
I was getting my hair cut today. Guns and Roses They're is apparently playing on Sunday. The lady. Was oh like, really? Yeah. And the they ladies, had cold the cold plays coming up or is yeah, that already happened? Like that would be really great. They, they Some get, of those big concerts. The word. I mean, the crazy thing about those is even the nosebleeds you're gonna be paying. Just an, an arm eighty bucks just to for. Get it, I mean, you're talking like a hundred something bucks yeah. probably for like and the US cheapest. And U.S. Bank because it's yeah. a new stadium. I know Bieber's coming up too, and I was yeah. really big Bieber guy. In this first <laughs> I, I, I but he, went, I, I wouldn't want to go see him though because it's just yeah. like it's just a little teenage wasn't little it, chick. Wasn't it when he's late in the morning? He, he got caught. He had the mic turned the wrong way for God's sake. Show some respect for the profession. He's pretty worried about yeah, it. Yeah, he's not, he's not worried about it one bit. But I would say, if I had to pick one, I would probably say Tom Petty. I know he was here recently. He would, he would, he would be up there. Some of, the, some of the older bands, I feel like those are the ones. It's almost like an older athlete. Like, you want to yeah. go see them before they're, before they're out the door or retired. Absolutely. But, I don't know, that is the one advantage. It seems like some of those... Some of the rockers, they don't give up very easily. Oh, you got no. the, like, I mean, Elton John, um, Paul McCartney, those, some of those older guys. If they're, if they're living into their 60s and 70s, they're usually still just playing because they can just sell out venues. Or, no doubt. It's, and yeah. even switching over. Nostalgia like, with people. We'll yeah. pay big bucks for that. Switching over to country. We have, we have actually Chris Stapleton tickets in Des Moines. In October, so that'll, that'll be, be good. that. He was on the list, and Kenny Chesney probably is another big one for um, country that I would love to see that I haven't seen yet. No. I listen to a lot of his old stuff. No doubt. What do you What are you thinking? See, yeah, I don't. I honestly don't know what would be my biggest. Like you said, Khalid is on the upbringing. Yeah, he's, he's good. A, you were the one that introduced year old, you know, yeah. I like some of that, like smooth, like not rap, but like R and B, like style yeah. music that I can just chill out to at work. You Some know, it's a little, little more, more vocals, too. more it's vocals, not, yeah. not just straight beats. I like that type. Even like the weekend, I think would be good live. Yeah. Bryson Tiller is another one in that kind of category where he had a really good album come back. But like I was saying before, I'm one of those people that I really get hooked on an album and I'll listen to it for two, three weeks on repeat and then I'll just completely forget about it and move on to the next one. Or like when we're partying, like pre-gaming, you'll always be like in charge of like the good tunes, yeah. getting the, <laughs> yeah. getting the, getting rolling. Sometimes the old I get ones. looks. Usually it's the chicks that are complaining if I'm playing the old school. But most of the time, I, the I'm dudes always are down like, to dance to it. You're, you're killing it. We love that. it. We love it. But continuing our music segment here, we're gonna bring out my little sister Hannah and give her a ring now. Hope you guys all enjoy that. Hello. Han, what's up? Not a lot. What's up with you? Hey, Hannah. Oh, we're just, we're just in Michael's room, excited to bring you on the Calhoun Club podcast. So we hear you're starting a family band. Yeah, we are. We've practiced a little bit. Hannah, I can't help but notice, uh, it seems, uh, last time I checked, there was four in the Fry family. It seems like one uh, got discluded from the band then, huh? What's going on with that? I mean, he lives in Minneapolis, so it's kind of tough. To so, so you're saying band. if I was back home, I would be in the band? <laughs> I mean, I, what would you play? <laughs> I don't. I don't know. I'm willing. I'm willing to move back to make this happen. It's my destiny. Mom got some bongos, and she's been, like, trying to play them, but it's, like, pretty bad. <laughs> I will bang on those bongos until I'm fit right. for the fan I've, band. I've got an ultimatum here. A lot of a lot of bands, they have, you know, the promoter, they're selling t-shirts and that on the side. I think that'd be a good job for you, Fran. <laughs> <laughs> 
the marketer. That's what I. That's what I do. You know, we got the Facebook st- page started, and we're we're ready to roll. Um, it's a good thing you guys have been practicing. But Hannah, when do you think you're gonna start to be able to play those shows at, with the practicing and getting ready? We're playing at um, like Cascade Hometown Days in August, so in a couple of weeks we're going to play that one, and then we're going to book some stuff for fall. I'm not sure how many shows, but yeah. So that's the big opener, huh? You a little nervous? Not really. It's the hometown crowd. You got to show up. You got to show up. <laughs> Hannah, when's... I don't really get nervous. When's the last, like, you played quite a few shows, like, in the Iowa City area by yourself, or, like, when did that this past year yeah. kind of... Yeah, I play um, at Joe's Place a lot. I used to work at Joe's Place. I actually started working there because they started playing there. And, and then, w- yeah, just a few places in Iowa City. That was just you alone, right, on your guitar? Yeah. Yep, and then Donald sometimes, like, if they come to my shows, sometimes we'll like, play the guitar for me. Do you do you play mainly like original stuff or do you play a lot of like covers and that? Like half and half. I play originals but if you're at like a bar, people want to hear some covers. Yeah. yeah. Are you thinking the same thing? Like for your for your guys' band play a few originals but for the most part play probably more like upbeat covers and that or Yeah, I'm thinking half and half again for that too. We're kinda of thinking like um sort of like a folky pop. Mm-hmm. flavors so um we have songs that we've written so like i just recently wrote yeah. one that's kind of folky and hannah and then, you you sent that to me and we're actually going to play that on the podcast right now so we're going to have our sound guy rundy uh go ahead and let it roll Bob. oh you bet letting it roll sounding really good i know you literally wrote that up in about half an hour just a quick record on your iphone but obviously when you touch it up a little bit maybe change a little bit of the words dad's going to be in playing electric guitar in the background you know mom's vocals melody help you out i think it's going to be sounding good mm-hmm. <laughs> and that that's what you think is kind of going to be your style it was a little bit upbeat but like not too crazy upbeat or are you thinking you'll mix in some more like party style songs where you're getting the people dancing on the dance floor or what are you thinking yeah so we've got like some like common stuff that people know like we have budapest that george ezra song that um was on like top 40 and then um like jolene people like that one um million reasons by lady gaga stuff like that when when was the first time, like, have you guys kind of been in, has this been in the works for a while with you and your parents, or, like, how long have you guys been talking about kind of making a band? 
I mean, we started, like, playing together when I was um, younger, so I used to open for them in high school and, like, have been just, like, playing with them on and off, but I never really had a whole lot of time to, like, actually do a bunch of shows with them and come home and practice because of, like, college, and I was working a lot of jobs, but now that I'm done with college, I'll have a little bit more time to, like, actually go play shows with them, so we kind of started talking about it this year. Is, yeah, is your sense. plan right now to just go back almost every weekend and at least practice, uh, get those new songs touched up, and then once you're ready to start hitting those shows on almost a weekly to bi-weekly basis? Yeah, so I've been going back like every week, um, just like on weeknights right now. And then um, once I start working like a full-time job, I'll probably go on like Sundays or something and yep. kind of start doing more practicing absolutely so once once you are booking those shows do you have a preferred venue that would you like to be playing at would be wineries bars weddings what would be you know more your style or is it even like the festivals or hometown day type stuff you were talking about yeah i think um mainly wineries we like but it just depends we like afternoon shows yep. the parents are you know <laughs> in their 50s they don't really like staying out till 2 a.m yep <laughs> I think I think Dad can hang though. <laughs> <laughs> the disappearing Doug Fry act. <laughs> yeah. you guys will be going out there for set two, and he'll be all packed up in the car, and you'll you'll need me to come in and play uh, the electric guitar for you. Wouldn't work yeah, out too. Yeah, well. that sounds like a good idea. But I do have a question for you. You know, a lot of times, you know, the greatest bands in history, they'll have conflicts and they'll split. I know you're used to. You know, being a solo performer, being the star, how are you going to be able to bring on mom and dad into your arsenal? I mean, I've lived with them my whole life until, I mean, I guess 18 years, so I think I can handle it. Yep, just just stay grateful for all they've done well, for you. Well, and especially when you, when you get these millions of dollars coming your way, things, just, <laughs> things are going to get sideways, so you just want to be careful. Oh, yeah. Mike Mike was even saying earlier, he was wondering when you're going to be in the Wells Fargo arena. Have they called you yet? <laughs> yeah, that's funny. Yep. But, you know, we're looking forward to you writing more songs. Obviously, you have the talent to do that. I know you whip that one up really quick, just a quick before an iPhone. Keep doing that. Give the people what they want. Let's get some upbeat songs, and Mike and I will be back soon to hear you guys perform. Sounds good. Thanks for joining, Anna. Excited to see what's Thanks in store. For you Stay blessed, sis. <laughs> Bye. Bye. So thank you, Hannah, for coming on the show. And Mike, we didn't even realize that, but as our first girl on the podcast. Oh boy, it's a milestone. It's, I mean, now that now that we let her on, anything's possible in the future. We'll have to bring some more on. Floodgates open. <laughs> they're, they're open, baby. <laughs> and then, so now we just wanted to. Do a little recap from the last few months of our, we just wanted to go through and power rank our top three guests that we've had on the show so far and kind of the listeners' popularity. So our first one, uh, Eric D'Souza, he, uh, he, really, he really brought it. He had a lot of, a lot of knowledge with the sports and um, the extracurricular activities outside of sports. So that is our number one. Yep. I mean, I feel like every time we go back, people are talking about that Eric D'Souza yeah. podcast. He he honestly probably tripled our following. Even this past weekend when I was in Des Moines, me and my buddy Petruzzi were in a hot tub, and he listens to all of them at work, and I asked him what his favorite one is, and he said, definitely the D'Souza episode. So, you know, that guy brought it. It was a big one. And then the second one, we decided to put Wayno. 
my dad on there uh, giving us all sorts of relationship love <laughs> <laughs> love advice so that was uh, that was helpful um, and then number three that was one of our first ones that we did what was that like our second was, our, I think it was our second one and he was our first ever guest on the podcast Jordan John Jordan John you know people forget about the mom talk yep it's it, it's really a dying species dying movement I think we got to bring it back on Facebook we do it's it's in the process it's summer season you got some people getting you got the weddings babies being born just got to remember to keep them likes up keep, so keep those likes up comment on every if you know someone they're getting engaged in a marriage you got to say congrats mm-hmm. you got to give them the love maybe share it Spread Just spread the word. So spread love. Those spread. are our those are our top three uh, guests so far. But those are subject to change going they're, forward. They're definitely so. subject to change, and you know they're they're the top three, so they could be our first reoccurring guest. So we'll have to get one of them on again. And you know, in the spirit of the music episode we just had, we're gonna go to close out with a little sing along here, Mike. Okay. We're gonna serenade you all to the sweet melody of My Maria. My Maria, don't, don't you know, know I've come a long, long way? I've been longing to see her, and she's around. She takes my booze away, sweet Maria. Sunlight surely hurts my eyes. I'm a lonely dreamer on a highway in the sky. In the sky. <laughs> <laughs>